Devotional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 19. Number 19. Hey, I had a really interesting thing happen this week. Uh, I was, uh, I went to, as I told you last week, I, I went with my family uh, to, to Crystal Cove. It's this really awesome place south of Newport. Amazing. It's kind of like this little town, and then it just goes right into the beach. Really, really great place. So we stayed at this hotel that was just right above it. And so every morning I would kind of go out and I would sit outside. And uh, the first day I was sitting out there, this hummingbird like came right in front of me. My my daughter and I were out there. It just like stood right in front of there and like it looked me eye to eye. I, I know you might think I'm crazy. I'm not even kidding. But when you start slowing down, you start realizing stuff like that. And then two days after that, out there again by myself, kind of you know, on a fireplace overlooking the ocean. I mean, just beautiful, tranquil, all that good stuff. And so I'm just sitting there in this squirrel comes and sits on the bench, edge of my bench, and just stares at me for like I had to be 10 minutes, just stood there. And so I thought, no, I'm going to have a staring contest with this squirrel. It was so amazing. And I thought, wow, I don't know if those situations in my life haven't happened all that often, but they seem to be happening more often. I'm like, I wonder if the whole idea of slowing down a little bit, making time, is just allowing for those kind of interesting bizarre interactions to happen. I'm sure they've happened all my life. I've just never slowed down enough to be able to see them. So anyway, all that to say was a very unusual weekend. I got met by God's creation. That was fun. Um, And then I also got to hang out in God's creation. So I went surfing. We did a dawn patrol, which is like you get up super early, you hit the waves before the sun comes up. Amazing. Uh, Got to do that with my family. Had an awesome weekend. So anyway, I hope you are having a great day no matter where you're at great night, great afternoon, wherever you're at. Hope you're having awesome. And I hope you get an opportunity today to slow down a little bit and see uh, all that God is doing uh, all around you. So um, I think some of the most impactful moments of my life uh, have been in children's homes or orphanages around the world. They tend to be these places, it's it's interesting, like, you know, you go around to all these different villages and you see kids and it's really, really beautiful. But then, you know, the organizations that we've partnered with, a lot of them have these children's homes where they educate them and and um, and and then take care of them, really. And and it's always interesting. The worship in those environments feels different. That's all I can tell you. It just feels different. It. I don't know if you've ever been a part of worship where it felt like this is real. You are believing every word you're singing. And that's what I felt like in these children's homes. I just felt like you believe every word you're singing and they repeat it over and over and over. And it's just, I can't imagine how much that pleases um, the Lord, how much he cares about that. And so I started thinking like, Wow, that's real worship. You know, we, we've become really good at manufacturing worship and trying to create the right conditions for worship and the right lyrics and what can get to the, the heart. And that's all good. But I'm finding like in these kids is this beautiful reality. They believe every word they're singing and it's, be, it's, it's deeply into their heart. I know in Harvest India, one of the things that we always talk about, like Suresh will say to the kids, like, God is your daddy. I don't know about your other daddies, but God is your daddy. 
and you, he is worthy to be praised. And these kids, they believe that and they live into that. But I started thinking even bigger than that. I was thinking about these kids and how they're worshiping and how amazing that is. And then uh, getting back to the, the bird illustration is uh, uh, listening to the birds in the morning. Like in listening in the context of going through worshiping. Like I can now, no matter where I am, I can pick up a hummingbird chatter. I can, I can hear uh, their, their high-pitched, very quick sound. I can, I can listen, hear it anywhere. I'm, I'm in tune with it. But what I've started to, to recognize is they're worshiping. They're worshiping God uh, they're, through their word, through their deed, through what they're doing. They're not worried. They're, not, they're going, I'm doing what I've been called to do. And they're worshiping God. And, I, and so I was this week pretty convicted by that that. That thought in Psalms 100 is a is a is a passage that uh, that I I think really humbled me this week. I, I found myself in the last couple of weeks complaining more than I normally complain, getting frustrated more than I get frustrated. And I'm going, what is going on? I was like, ah, I have a worship problem. I have a point in my heart that I've allowed all the things of this world to cloud out the things of heaven, and the birds. They're not doing that. And, and these, these children in the children's home, they're not doing that. And so I thought this week what would be really fun is to go through Psalms 100 and break it down into three different sections. So this week, we're going to go through Psalms 100 and we're going to break it down into three uh, sec, uh, sections, three different podcasts. And I would love maybe this week that you just take Psalms 100 and you read over it and over it and over it and over it as we kind of go through uh, the podcast um, this week. So the first two verses say this, shout for the joy of the Lord, all the earth, worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with joyful songs. We start off here by going shout for joy. Shout for joy. Literally, the way this kind of works itself out is the idea of shout for joy is this is what happens when a king would arrive. When a king would arrive, the people would shout for joy. He is here. Our king is here. And all the people are worshiping. All the people are praising. All the people are shouting. This is the praise the people would give the king. And why would they do that? Well, they would do that because they're like, he's in control. He's the one in charge. Uh, he's the one who's thinking about the whole kingdom. He's making decisions about all that stuff. He's watching out for us. He's the one making sure that, that we're safe. He's the one that can hear about all these enemies that are coming around us. He's the one that is sending out the troop. He is the one that's figuring out how to make sure that all our city, our town, our village, whatever is taken care of. He's in, in, in control. He's in charge. And so when he shows up, we worship. We go, yes, the king is here. And, and what we're being invited to by the psalmist is this. Everybody is being invited into this type of worship. Everybody. It's the whole earth. Everybody, no matter what you're going through, is being invited into this type of worship. The king is here. So if you're broken, worship. 
And if you're hurting, worship. If you're happy, worship. If you're helpless, worship. I think that's what's been so impactful in these, in these children's homes as I'm watching these kids and what they've been through. And they're worshiping. I mean, they're closing their eyes and they're just worshiping him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I, how is it that I'm not worshiping the king like these kids? There is something inside of me that wants to be about situational worship. I'll worship you if this goes well in my life. If things are going well in my life, then I am prone to worship. That's not the case. That's not what we're being invited into. He's like, no, no, shout for joy to the Lord, everybody, all the earth. Because guess what? Here's the, the really beautiful thing. All of creation is worshiping. All of creation is worshiping. It says that even the stones cry out when, when, when we're not worshiping. All of creation is doing it. Everybody's being invited into it because he is the king. So the couple things that I started working through as I was thinking through this passage and as I was thinking through the idea of shout to the Lord and all the earth and worship the Lord with gladness, come before him with a joyful song is this. Are you struggling with your king? So if, 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 I'm, being, if I'm not worshiping, if I'm struggling with that, the bigger, deeper question that I have to really work through is this. Am I struggling with my king, with who the king is? You know, if you imagine like within our political realm, we find ourselves often complaining about politics because as it relates to politics, what we're really saying is I just don't trust our leaders. I don't trust what they're doing. I don't trust the decisions that they're making. So what that builds up inside of me is a complaining heart. And I'm not celebrating them. I'm not going, I, I just trust. No, 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 no. I have a problem. I have a problem with those in charge. Like even if we think about our current political environment, there just seems to be like, man, I'm so exhausted by all of it, <laughs> by all of it. Nothing wants me to go. I'm so grateful, you know, and I have to check myself. But so for us, if we're, we're talking about God, our good God, our good shepherd, but for many of us, we're struggling with our king, with our shepherd. So then the question we have to start working through is this. Is that what you're dealing with today? Is that why you're struggling with worshiping, with shouting for joy to the Lord? Is because life hasn't really worked out the way you thought it would? Like you had a plan. Maybe as a kid, you, you had a plan. You had a way in which things were going to go, but they're just not working out. You know, are you, are you, are you struggling with your king? Because, hey, listen, I've been working all this time and I haven't got a raise. You know, I haven't moved up the utilitarian ladder like the way I thought I would. You know, maybe you're a, a single person and you're like, I just haven't found the right person. Like I just haven't found somebody who sees me. And I'm angry at the king for that. Because I'm like, listen, if you're sovereign over all, you should know the person. Bring that person to me. And, and maybe you're really frustrated about it. Maybe you're married and you're like, why did you bring this fool to me? Because <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, right? If you really were sovereign, if you really saw everything, this guy or this woman wouldn't be in my life. And so you're frustrated. You're struggling with your king. You know, maybe you're struggling with your king because... You desperately desire to have children. And that hasn't worked out the way you thought it would work out. It's really hard. 
and you're struggling with your king. Why? And it's, it's, it's hurting that worship for him. Maybe it's that you just can't seem to get ahead. No matter what I do, I can't seem to get ahead. And I'm so frustrated. Maybe your loved ones, your friends and your family all around you, maybe they keep hurting you. And maybe that's preventing you from really worshiping your king. Are you struggling with your king? Where are you struggling with your king? Has your worship been impacted by the way you view your king? Because the reality is is it will. Your worship will be impacted by your view of your king. And scripture is trying to right side. Psalms 100 is trying to right side size that reality for you and for me. But here's the other thing I started thinking about in the context of this passage and all, all, all of Psalms, to be honest, is this. Your king, God, he doesn't need you to worship him. But you need to worship the king. Like, God's not in heaven going, oh my gosh, they're not worshiping me. I, I don't know what I'm going to do without their worship. I'm just going to fall. You know, no, 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 no. That is, that is not the case with God. He is self-sufficient, <laughs> right? Like he's not begging for your worship. He's simply inviting you into what all of creation is doing. Everything is worshiping the king. He's just inviting you to be a part of the choir, of the chorus. But so often as human beings, we, we struggle with that reality. We, we, we put conditions on all of it. And that's not what the, the psalmist is trying to help us understand. He's like, no, worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with the joyful songs in whatever situation you find. And because that's what all of creation is doing. No matter through storm, through sunshine, they're all worshiping him. And that's what I find so beautiful about when you travel all around the world and you listen to the worship of God's people in the poorest of areas, you start to realize, I have started to realize I've got it all wrong because it's not conditional because they believe their king is good and is worthy of praise, worthy of worship. And I wonder what that might mean um, for you and for I um, today. Because when we worship the king, we finally find our place in creation. We finally find our place in creation. We put ourselves in the right place. And so I wonder how you and I can start worshiping, to, worshiping today in all we do. What if right now, as you are doing whatever you're doing, you just stop this podcast and you start worshiping God? You start shouting for joy. Really, just go, you're good, you're loving, you care for me, you see me, you gave me my breath today, you're allowing my heart to be, just shout for joy right now, do it. Praise him for who he is. He is your king. And if you're struggling with your king, start confessing those struggles out and repent to be right before your king. God, our great king. You are worthy of our praise in every situation. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heart. Until next time.